guess it's something in my brain I need whiskey to ease the pain But it's early in the morning And I'm feeling bad again But if you ever love me You'll go easy on me now Fix me up a cup of coffee And in a while I'll come around I think I'll spend the dog food money But it'll love me just the same And if you really love me, baby Help me scrape the mucus off my brain What's happening out there, people? Welcome to a early Sunday AM version of the Rotobond podcast. As promised, um, just just checking in for a little brief chat here to let you know, you know how much further I advanced the football down the field after uh, we spoke yesterday. And I got to be honest, not all that far. Um, I have eliminated McKinnon, uh, I think, from my core running back group, and I'm now down to James Robinson, Mike Davis. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Kareem Hunt, and Zeke. Um, I am still sort of searching for a quarterback I want to get behind right now. I'm spread sort of equally. Um, I think Dak is the guy I'm probably leaning towards using more than than the others. I've got a couple of Burrow teams that I like. Um, my other big problem is... Olamide Zacchaeus. I don't know the status of Julio Jones. If Julio plays, uh, that is really going to hurt me because my exposure to him right now is over 50%. Uh, I'm definitely not afraid to have some exposure with an active Julio, but um, a little bit concerned that Julio goes out there, plays a bunch of snaps. Remember, it's not so much that Julio's going to play well. It's that if Julio's on the field, my guy isn't. Um, so that's sort of where uh, I'm concerned there. So I'm right now busy building contingency rosters um, on some of those, you know, off of some of those rosters. So if I hear that Julio's playing, I can quickly make the lineup adjustments that I need to make. Um, and you know, really, I mean, I haven't, I haven't changed my mind significantly on any of these game environments. I still like getting heavily involved in Carolina, Atlanta. Um, I still like getting involved with the, you know, the predictable elements of Cardinals at Jets, which is pretty much Nuke and Kyler. Um, still pretty much trying to avoid Steelers um, and Eagles, uh, with the exception of Deontay um, and maybe the Steelers defense if I can get up to them. Uh, still interested in Bengals, Ravens, still interested in Jacksonville, Houston, uh, still interested big time in Giants, Dallas. It's a little tougher to carve that game up this week, but I still think it's really where we want to be. Um, both of those teams play so fast. It, it's ironic that the New York teams are both involved in high-paced games this week. You know, on the Giants side, because they're playing such an awful defense and because they're so low-priced, I think there's a lot of ways to work Giants into our rosters that could be beneficial in GPPs. You know, the Jets on the other side... They're just so bad, and you know now the left tackle's out, and Flacco's immobile, and there's just so much that's bad about the Jets, um, which is probably going to limit my exposure to Arizona because 
you know, or maybe if, you know, if I do too much nuke, maybe I need to throw in some Drake, which I don't really want to do. Um, although I think sharp GPP guys probably are getting some Drake exposure this week. I don't play enough lineups to do it. Um, and I, you know what, at this point, you know what, um, let's go through some of my lineups, not the full lineup. I'm not supposed to do that, but just to let you guys sort of know where I'm at right now. So going through this, um, like I said, I've got a couple Burrow lineups. I also have a couple Daniel Jones lineups, um, working one from the Giants coming from behind where I've got Elliott in there, and then the other one's sort of a shootout where I've got Gallup in there. Um, both of them I'm using Slayton. One of them I'm using uh, Evan Ingram. Um, I'm considering building another Bridgewater lineup. Um, let me see. And I've, you know, it's worth mentioning that I've been able to come to some teams that I really like with Mahomes at the top. Um, and in one of them, uh, I was able to sort of correlate four different games in one lineup. Um, so I think for whatever reason, and, you know, I was able to get Mahomes, Zeke Elliott, Mike Davis, and Kareem Hunt, and George Kittle all in my lineup without hating the overall lineup. So you might want to try some Mahomes builds if you like Mahomes in this situation. It is one of his better matchups he's had in a while. Uh, and it appears that not a lot of people are going to be on him, uh, potentially. Um, and I'm having trouble building with Lamar because I'm not that comfortable stacking him. The, the prices start to get sort of out of hand quickly. Um, so, you know, right now I've got one naked Lamar lineup. It's the only lineup I have where I'm using naked quarterback. And, and, and that brings me to sort of a, a couple general points I want to make. And, you know, this is a tough week. Our minds are all over the place. You know, most of us who play DFS, we play seasonal too. You know, our hair's on fire. You know, I, I've got a team where I literally have like five guys I can play. Um, and there's no waiver pickups. I don't even know what I'm going to do. Um, is that a bunch of Tennessee guys and some Patriots and some Bills? Um, Josh Allen, Diggs, Derrick Henry on the same team. Hey, hey, loving life. Um, but anyway, so this is a week to really, you know, remember our fundamentals, okay? I really think it's a good week you want to focus, and we always want to do this, but don't forget to focus on teams with a tight distribution of targets or a narrow distribution of targets, right? Um, uh, the Panthers this week are a pretty good example. The Vikings are a good example. The Jaguars are an excellent example. Um so those are, you know, when you're when you're dealing with these guys where the the distribution of touches is tight, it's much safer. It's 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 another way really uh, of stacking or correlating. Um, and you know, as we said on the show the other day, greed is good. We got to stay greedy. You know, floor plays are not enough. You've got to make sure your your play has floor and plenty of ceiling to it as well. Um, we got to remember to stack and and don't be afraid, you know, to double stack if you're making a DAC lineup. You know, don't be afraid to throw Zeke and a receiver, and then bring a giant back on the other side. If you know when you're when you're looking at a game stack, it's okay to have you know four out of your nine players in that game. That can really work on a week like this. Um, so really, I think you know this is a week to lean in uh, on correlation, uh, and don't forget, you know. One way to lose our shirt on a week like this is to play in all the like volatile tournaments. Like, don't I don't think this is a week to go put all your entries in the Millie Maker. You know, um, look for some of these single entry, uh, smaller field GPPs like the Fair Catch and stuff like that. Um, 
So, you know, that's sort of where my head is at. I mean, there's a couple guys who are one-offs where I'm, you know, very willing to play them. I'll put Robbie Anderson in a lineup with no correlation. Uh, you know, I'll put Nuke in a lineup without correlation. Uh, I'll put Deontay in a lineup without correlation. I'll put Kittle in a lineup without correlation. But for the most part, I'm looking to line guys up with my quarterback. And then if I'm playing that that game in that way, it makes all the sense in the world to bring back another guy from that game because the way games hit is when everybody goes off. Um, it's the beauty of putting a large portion of GPP lineups out there, which is sort of what I'm doing this week. Um, so I'm trying to correlate as many, uh, I'm trying to stack as many of my receivers as possible and bring back uh, correlation plays. Um, I'm sort of spreading my quarterback around. I'm trying to sort of commit to one quarterback where I'll maybe do five or six lineups, but I <laughs> I'm just having. I think lineup construction ultimately is going to take me to one quarterback, um, which I tend. I like to sort of have one primary quarterback each week, and then some satellite guys. Uh, haven't quite got there on that this week. I'm using a lot of Kittle, but I don't think there's any problem if lineup construction. You know, if you can, you know, drop down from Kittle to Kelsey or Andrews or Waller to get one of the, you know. The, you know, the five backs that I like, Zeke, Hunt, CEH, Mike Davis, James Robinson, to get one of those guys in versus another running back, I'm more than willing to come off Kittle and go down to maybe Waller. Um, and again, I'm using Ingram um, in some stacks. I'm using Hurst in some stacks. Um, and uh, I'm using Kelsey um, with Mahomes in a couple places. So um, by the end of the day, I'll have some you know, fair distribution at tight end, but definitely I think my most used tight end this week is going to be Kittle. And the reason is because I'm, I'm usually, basically what I'm doing is I'm going cheap at receiver instead of tight end because I think Kittle gives me more upside than the reverse. Like playing a, a, a bargain basement tight end with, you know, a mid-six level um, receiver, I don't like that as much as playing Kittle with one of these, you know, 3K level guys. Um so let me see. I'm just trying to. Yeah, I apologize, guys. I I, I was hoping I was really going to move uh, a lot from yesterday to today, but I haven't moved that much because my head's uh, been in the rankings and answering some questions and doing other things. Um, but I really do think this is a week. A to get your lineups locked in early and then start thinking about all the things you might have to do. If you're like me and you've got a lot of Zachamidis in there, you need to know what your pivots are going to be if they say Julio is starting, right? And I'm not saying, like I said before, I'm not saying I'm going to kill all those lineups. But if I've got him in 15 of my lineups, I probably want to shave that down to 7 or 8 um, if I find out that Julio is starting. Um, let me see, anything else? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's about it. Uh, you know, otherwise, I'm just going to start blathering here. So this was a real short pod. Um, just wanted to give you guys sort of an update, um, you know, at where I'm at. Uh, I, I really do think that as this morning wears on, I'm probably going to be building more lineups that try to tap into Giants and Dallas. Uh, I'm going to try to build more lineups that tap into Jacksonville and Houston. Uh, and I'm going to try to build more lineups that tap into Carolina and Atlanta. Um but again, more than willing to get involved in a lot of these other games. Um, I, I'm building some Bengals um, lineups, just sort of hoping that Baltimore continues to play a little bit loose on defense. Um, but that's about where I'm at. So hopefully you guys are doing well. If you have any questions, feel free to hit me up on Twitter. Uh, that's for seasonal or DFS. Uh, and, um, you know, let's hope that we don't have any more, uh, you know, COVID positives before it's time to do the waiver wire podcast uh but onward and upward 
don't overthink, don't think long. Uh, and again, try to leave yourself a window for adjustments um, versus like making lineups right up to lineup lock. I think this is a good day to you know, get everything locked in with ha you know, half hour, 40 minutes to spare, and then sort of comb through and see if anything's going on. Um, for me, again, the big one is Julio Jones. Um, so that's going to do it. Um, good luck to everybody, and uh, I will see you Tuesday.